Alright, welcome back to episode Sans Contravent of Le VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense, all three at the same time. I have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. And I'm also saying hi to manager today. Hello, manager. Hope, hope you're enjoying the, hope you're enjoying the the uh, Christmas season, and hopefully you'll be back, whether it's before Christmas or after Christmas, you are needed, you are needed, so let's get into it, and I, I always say that, sorry, not sorry, but I didn't do multiple episodes yesterday, because we had an incident at the house, and I had to address it, so... It kind of took up all the time, and I have to say, all the content that I'm watching right now, all the Di- all the Disney stuff, all the Christmas stuff, and all the other uh, series or movies or shows that I'm watching, they're all meshing into like one big blur. So if I ever sound jumbled, it's because of that. And I have to say, yesterday's episode I thought was not one of my shining moments, but let's get into the workout of the day the workout of the day here we go starting off with this is home by blink 182 somewhere to hide by shiny toy guns 70 excuses by canon i don't know why but spotify keeps giving me this song all of me featuring logic and roses with a z by big gigantic and those two other artists Hurt Me Tomorrow by Kanon. I guess Spotify loves Kanon right now. You've Haunted Me All My Life by Death Cab by Cutie. I like that. Even though it's slow, not sure if it's for a workout, but it's a nice song regardless. Almost Home by Mercy Me. Starlight Parade by Sakai no Awari. Hopefully I'm not butchering that. Good to Be Alive, Hallelujah by Andy Grammer. I Feel Good About This by The Mowgli's. Never a Time by Genesis. We Won't Be Broke Forever, Baby, by Akira the Dawn. And, come on, Gruff Rise? Please No More by Matt and Kim. Viceology by Kane Holler. Up and Up, Frito Remix by Coldplay and Frito. Get Along by Kenny Chesney. And Finishing It Off with Gold Rush by Death Cab for Cutie. So, it's a fight today between Kanon and Death Cab for Cutie for... I guess the title of the set list. But I have to say, working out has become it's getting easier and easier to set a to set time for that because it's it's almost like you get into that motion, you get into that routine, and your body gets set for it. And it's such a nice breakup of the day because the rest of the time I'm usually working on the computer. Um or somewhere kind of sediment and when I get up for that hour it's really nice it's really nice hour hour and a half uh so do that then take a shower and then get ready for well at this point in time a Christmas movie that always feels good so let's get into three topics which I guess for a while it might be content for either movies shows or whatever uh, for for a bit, just because being home due to either 
the COVID thing, the lockdowns, whatever, working from home, I'm, I'm able to watch a bunch of things while I'm working or uh, if I really want to focus on something, I'm able to just do it. And like I said, it's pretty much all becoming a blur because I think that's a good thing and a bad thing be, uh, about these streaming services. They allow so much stuff that you just go through it and you binge it and it's over in a, in a quick snap. So, I wonder if that has an effect over my actual thought patterns about what I'm watching. Because it is a different way to watch these things. You're almost like not giving a break and you're seeing it not in a way the creators intended it to be. They intended it to be in parts, but if you're watching it like one after another after another after another... I'm not sure if it was made to be that way. So it might switch how my normal reaction would be if I watched it in their normal setting. But let's go. Let's get into the three topics of the day, which they're all going to be Christmas movies. So let's get on with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by... I love these animations by Rankin and Bass. I love these stop-motion animations. It's a shame. I'm not sure if they really do these kind of creations anymore. But they created such a world with these characters. And it may look cheesy, but it also has a lot of class and a lot of charm. And you could tell that there's a lot of craftsmanship in these works. And I love that about these things. I mean, Rudolph is so freaking cute. I have to say the Santa is adorable. I mean, come on with that big belly and the big beard. I I mean, they just look so nice and friendly. It's perfect for kids. It's sweet and intricate for adults to like as well and it just sets you back in that time period that I wish some of the content that was made today had that type of feeling to it um it's it's really nice watching this I remember as a kid being so scared of the bumble the abominable snowman and I don't know why that uh Oh man, who is the, um, who is the, uh, who is the, um, guy who, uh, the little sled guy, the guy who comes around and he helps them. Oh my god, I can't, I don't know what these names are. And I don't think he's in the cast, I can't see him in the cast. But anyways, they come across like this guy who is on a sled, and he hel- he helps Rudolph and uh, Cornelius uh, on their journey, and he calls the abominable snowman a bumble. And I don't know, it's just like a fun little name, but that abominable snowman scared the living crap out of me as a kid. And I don't know, I think it's amazing that you could get that kind of feeling and that kind of atmosphere from these 
stop motion creatures. I, I think that that's awesome. Uh, watching it now, it is a little weird hearing Donner. Donner is Rudolph's father. And, of course, there's Santa. And both of them, and the rest of the reindeer, are kind of not thrilled about Rudolph having a red nose. And they always want, and they want to hide it in, the, in how they treat him. Which, I guess, it comes with the song. Like, we won't allow you to play in our reindeer games. All that kind of stuff. It, it's just kind of weird watching it now because it's basically saying, like, ooh... Like, we want conformity, and anything different is not good enough. However, when his shining nose, or his bright red nose helps them, uh, you know, fly the sled, fly the sled, and, uh, you know, when it's, when it's a benefit, they're like, oh, yeah, let's, you know, all be on Rudolph's side. And that's a mixed message, but it is really cute, and it's fun, and, you know, when you're growing up, you... You have to go through a bunch of adversity, so it it makes sense that it's part of his upbringing. Um, so it was cute. I I love these things, and there's gonna be a bunch more that I'm gonna be watching from from this set, um, from that production company. I don't know if they're still around. I have no idea, but. I mean, if you've seen them, they cre- like I said, they created this world and all these characters. Yes, some of them are kind of creepy because, you know, when you're doing the stop motion and you only have so many different variations of, say, the mouth or the eyes or the hand motions, things like that. Some of it could get a little robotic and a little weird, but when you look over that and you hear the songs and you hear the nice little themes to it it's really sweet and really cute go check it out the rain uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by uh tv special by uh rankin and bass rankin and bass it's a great one i i don't know i think it's there's a few there's a few movies that you know that are staples for almost every year around this time and this one is definitely one of those and I really like their Easter one but it's not Easter so let's continue with the little drummer boy oh my god this is the first time I've ever seen this one and this is another Rankin Bass one and what I said about the previous one (laughs) this is the complete opposite and it could just be the the story like Maybe I feel there's certain stories where if you're not brought up with it and you go back and you watch it, it might not connect with you. And this one just doesn't seem as well composed as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So, I mean, these are made like in the 60s, so... It's amazing that these things even were made, but you have the little boy, Aaron, and I didn't describe Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because pretty much everybody knows Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but for this one, Aaron, um, he gets a drum and it allows, uh, I don't know, it has this effect on animals 
and um, it kind of makes them dance, and, you know, he basically puts on a show and all that kind of stuff, and, uh, however, his parents are killed, and his life is basically done, so he doesn't really like humanity anymore, and he goes off on his own, and then he gets, I guess, in a way, he kind of gets kidnapped by this guy who makes him do this show, and, uh, to get him rich, um, and, uh, I don't, see, this is the problem, I don't really, I, I don't really know, I don't really know what this is about, I'm trying to read the description while I'm saying this, because when I was watching the, the movie, I'm like, what the heck is going on here, what, what the heck is, um, but, um, I'm trying to think, uh, you know, he, he, you know, his gift to, obviously, the baby is playing the drum, and when he plays the drum, his pet goat, I believe, I believe it's the goat, or, no, it's the lamb, the baba, Baba's the name, Baba the Lamb, who was hurt in a previous, like, previous scenes, you know, is healed, and it gives him some joy, I guess, but, see, I, I guess I'm so infuriated with this one, because it's just annoying when you watch such a good one, and then you go to another movie by the same team and it's just not it it doesn't connect with me as well it's just so disappointing I was basically for the entire like 25 minutes I was just like oh my god when is this gonna end when is this going to end so I don't know I'm just gonna say pass on this one and I have to say I'm probably going to have to torture myself because I just saw on one of the streaming services that there is a story two of the little drummer boy so as much as I couldn't really explain it for the first part just get ready for the second part I don't know if it's coming up in a day or two but it will be coming and hopefully I'll have a better explanation about it I have no idea but let's get to the next one and the next one is so I watched a Christmas story, but not the usual one. This is a Christmas story um, made in Finland, I believe, and the d- director by Juha Wujoki. I'm gonna, I'm butchering that name, but I think it's called the Jeweler Tarina. I'm absolutely butchering that, but. This movie came on really late during the night, and I couldn't really, I, I couldn't really get up um, from my spot, so I just watched it. And I have to say, the beginning of this movie, I was concerned. I was really concerned because the acting was just so old school and kind of terrible. And when I say old school, I mean. It probably makes sense with how people talked back in the day. They were just so proper. And it seemed like people waited to be talked to and waited to answer. And then 
that's how the conversations went. However, once it got to a certain point, it actually picked up. So the main idea is that it's a, it's a story about how an orphan called Nicholas becomes Santa Claus. So he's basically brought up by the town because his parents uh, perished at some point. And every year, a different family takes him in. And at some point, the town has a depression of some of, of some degree, and nobody could take him in. So this maybe furniture maker or craftsman takes him in. And at first, he's a really kind of evil guy. He doesn't really understand kids, but uh, treats them bad, all that kind of stuff. But then at a certain point, they really turn the corner, and that's when the movie gets really... Like, it's a complete 180. It starts to... uh, I don't know, really gravitate towards you. I mean, it was really late at night. I could have fallen asleep, but... I stayed up because it actually grabbed me. If, If they didn't have a turning point and start to understand each other and really have a good... Um, connection with each other I probably would have fallen asleep and probably would have not had anything good to say but uh, it turned into a really sweet movie in the way that it was directed and how it looked was really nice and I have to say that it was probably because of the location it was shot at and I don't really know how to pronounce it but it's U-T-S-J-O-K-I which I'm guessing it's a place in Finland so It had a real nice look to it, and the overall story about how Santa comes about is really, like, it's pretty well done. You just gotta get past that first 20 minutes or so of just agonizing oddness, uh... But after that, it picks up. So, I guess that day, that that day I watched all these things was a mixed bag of Christmas things. And I don't know why, but I, I'm having... It's fun picking out these odd Christmas movies because we all know the main ones. I feel this is a time for me to go past the... The common ones and really, really kind of give a look into some of these odd ones. I I was thinking this month was going to be, you know, certain Christmas movies, but, or I was going to do like some Hallmark thing. For some reason, I love Hallmark movies. Uh, They got like this weird formula that draws me to them because they're so cheesy and quirky and fun. But instead of Hallmark movies, which maybe there will be a time for that. Instead of that, I'm just going to keep going on with whatever Christmas movies come my way. Whether in recommendations or stuff I'm just browsing. I'll probably start with one that I know and then steamroll it through through the mysterious ones, I guess. And this has been episode... Song Contravant of Lay VOTP, and I'm still trying to find a flow for these episodes without manager, so please bear with me. And again, this has been episode Song Contravant of Lay VOTP.